Good evening. Welcome to the Factor Review, a weekly roundup of news and current affairs here in Mongolia, with our commentator and economist, Gerald De Facto. Good evening. And I'm Anand Tumurta. You can watch us live on Facebook on MMB World, and you can join in the conversation on Twitter with the hashtag Gerald underscore De Facto. Today in our program, Spring Parliament session has started, but the minority party demands Parliament to dissolve for incompetency. Will Parliament dissolve? Asian Development Bank believes, despite the progress in the banking sector, continuing the ban banking fragility poses a risk to the economic health. Has Mongol Bank been able to monitor the banking sector independently? Misinformation on Facebook is a global issue, and Mongolia is no exception. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs initiated a peaceful conference to combat fake news on the platform. And for our first topic, the spring session has started, and the parliament was held on Friday. The speaker announced that on the spring session, parliament will discuss issues that grab the interest of the public like the torture case issues and the constitutional amendments and other policy matters. And on the opening day of the session, the Democratic Party held a protest rally on Sikpatr Square calling for the parliament's dissolution. The members of the Democratic Party from all corners of the country were present at the rally. So on to the questions. Um, so the Speaker of Parliament stated that the implementation of the criminal code of conduct and the status of human rights and freedoms in Mongolia will be discussed in a debate format. Uh, how, how will basically Parliament implement this? Well, can they do this basically? Well, the uh, issue is not format. The issue is what will be the result. Because by today it's clear that Mongolia had been torturing people in prison mm -hmm. and uh, yet people have in democratic country a right to have just judicial service right including yes, yes. fair uh, court so uh, who is going to fight who is going to defend the interests of people in prison we were expecting that is to be done by human rights commission mm -hmm. which is, which was not the case. So probably they are now discussing probably uh, about how to improve that agency commission mm -hmm. uh, work so that it is not repeated again. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, what is done so far is thank, they have changed the law to replace the general prosecutor, mm -hmm. uh, general judge. Yes and the head of the implementation or agency of implementing court decisions. So these three figures were not possible to change without amending that related laws, which is being criticized, but however it was made to have the necessary step to change these people, which, who are now replaced by their successors. For example, the general prosecutor now, Mr. Damden Tsering, is a, a person who has been working in this organization for all his career. Mm -hmm. And last two nominees 
last two prosecutors were more political nominees. Mm -hmm. So people inside of the prosecutor office is very happy. And this new prosecutor said that he will make sure he will combat with that torture in prisons. So this sort of things to be uh, confirmed in his action, for example, to be implemented uh, under these questions you have just now asked. Mm -hmm. But, but uh, the overall concern, as you said, people criticize this uh, decisions. The, mo the most the blatant criticism is that so this implementation came in, but who will basically uh, like have an oversight over the president and the speaker and also the uh, prime minister? Because yeah, I think it is a part of also of a new constitution's amendment mm -hmm. to make sure that these three powers are in balance. And uh, in another case, maybe they will be reconsidering again that uh, law they have made just now amended. Mm -hmm. So probably they will somehow to go back to score number one, somehow. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, your question is very correct. Mm -hmm. And will, will, will the will the parliament be able to have a, a an amendment to the constitution that will allow independence of the courts? And the judiciary, basically. Yeah, not only that, but uh, as there are several other issues pending, mm -hmm. our life under this constitution's proof, there are provisions we need to change. I think on that amendments, uh, two political parties, president office, are all uh, agree mm -hmm. that they will make have amendments. But the issue is with the current current parliament mm -hmm. or the next one. Because an issue comes, though, you know, the current parliament has a power to change. As one party has 65 seats out yes, of 76 seats. Yeah. And probably we will not have any more the sort of power in one uh, political party anymore in the country. So while they have this uh, advantage, they have opportunity to, to change. But the question comes whether this, these, this parliament, the members of the parliament, have moral right to have amendments or not, since they are just in case of uh, the uh, bad use of or wrong use of the fund for supporting small and medium enterprises. Yes. Many of them got the money through their own companies. Yes. Very much discounted uh, loan, 3% on the loan in the country where... Mm. The, major, the majority receives the loan above 60.9% on the average. But they can do it if the mm -hmm. president is supporting. And we, we are expecting the president is to support that. Then uh, issue comes, how much will be the change, power change for the president office itself? Mm -hmm. So the rumor is now, the people are talking about the changing, for example, the terms of the president not to be two as now, but one. Mm -hmm. And the minimum age of the presidency to be for 54 years old. Mm. So minimum 50 years, four years old, a guy can be a president or a woman. Mm -hmm. uh, but then only six years, one term, mm -hmm. then the person is retiring and is not doing any more political works. Mm. That's the one one line discussing now. The other line is maybe to have two chambers of parliament. One chamber is represented by over a thousand people from each Somong in the country. Mm -hmm. And maybe they can get once a year get together assembly. And then 
then we have a working full-time working parliament uh, chamber of like, like almost the current one, mm -hmm. but with a little bit more members, say 99, 96 members. So this sort of things, um, discussions going on. And within these discussions, probably they will reconsider again you, the provision you have raised in the first questions. Mm -hmm. and, if the, and if the term limits of the president will change, if it changes, the president probably might not like that. And concerning about the like the torture case and also the, the changing of the courts and, and the ruling party does not have a very good leg to stand on. And is there a lack of political le leadership to consolidate the will of the people concerning the torture case and the corruption allegations? And does the Democratic Party have the potential to lead on this issue? Yeah, they, we have a lack of uh, leadership in two political parties. Yeah. More or less now, People's Party are now more or less experiencing that. Yes. And uh, Prime Minister Hurusuhi is leading that major fight against corruption mm -hmm. through changing, replacing this court and other enforcement agencies' heads. And uh, good luck. And he is to still a lot to go. Mm -hmm. And the expectation is now from next week they will change the city prosecutor mm -hmm. who was against. Uh, many uh, cases that the parliament and government finds corrupt. Mm -hmm. So we will have more further interesting uh, actions next week, I understand. Mm -hmm. And um, as far as Democratic Party concerned, this party has also was a part of all this change. In particular, these three people we just recently replaced yes. were nominated by initiative of the president who is from this party. And um, many wrongdoings we cannot separate also from the Democratic Party when they, they were in the power for last term until 2016, yes. during, which, during which many things happened now against we are fighting now. Mm -hmm. Corruptions, cases, and public money misuse. Mm -hmm. So Mongolians are now are looking for 2020 elections to have an account with these two political parties. Mm -hmm. So it depends on, their, their faith will depend on whether they can reform their leadership, mm. their, their integrity during the remaining time, which is very short now, what, yes. 15 or so months. Yes. What should the people expect from the last year of this parliament, basically? Uh, yeah, they, of course we expect them uh, to reverse their interests now, put our interest first, than their own interests. Mm -hmm. And many of them know already that they will not be re-elected because many of them are connected with this embezzlement of funds. Yes. Uh, first. Uh, secondly, they need to complete this reforming judicial system where the corrupt leaders were allowing that actions like torture, that actions like corruptions. Many major corruption cases are being discussed mostly like a rumor. There were several arrests, but nobody had uh, went to the court. Mm -hmm. Without court decisions, these corruption cases files are open. Still with the people are waiting for many things. And these two political parties were so much intervened with each other, so much keeping each other as a collateral. So it's very hard to go within this um, framework, political framework, to go after many 
the corruption cases, which uh, somehow this current prime minister is trying to address, along with the speaker, who was the uh, before he was the uh, the head of the cabinet, maybe a no, head of what well, the chancellery of the yes. cabinet, and maybe a, a shift in uh, rule of party, maybe a different party should come into to the fray and be become part of the parliament, basically. You know, whatever they do, the people expect to be compensated with our losses of our land they have been speculating, properties they have been misusing. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing is to, to have a court, and our court usually makes some sentences to the people who are at fault. But people need more than that. Mm -hmm. We want to get back our lost property. Now, for example, last week, they paid 40 million US dollar for this uh, bank, Standard Bank in South Africa. Mm. And that 40 million dollars should be paid by those who have misused our property, names, lands. So that's what the people expect mm -hmm. from this current political system. Okay. Um, and moving on from that, uh, our second topic. The Asian Development Bank has released a report on the Mongolian economic outlook on April 3rd. It is anticipated that economic growth will reach 6.7% in 2019 and 6.3% in 2020. Mongol Bank also introduced its quarterly inflation forecast for the first quarter of this year. And Mongol Bank introduced the key macroeconomic indicators that inflation is expected to stabilize in the near term. Um, so uh, my question is that what what is your take on the on, on Mongol Bank's report and Asian Development Bank's outlook for, for this year? Mongol Bank report was about the first quarter economic performance of the yes. country. There are some good news, relatively. Inflation 7.3. In normal economy, it used to be 2 or 3. But in our economy, 7.3. Um, also, extension of uh, investment in the country for last year increased compared with the previous one, 27%, mm. which is good news. The other thing is uh, country's uh, currency reserve, foreign currency reserve, came to the level of 3.6 billion, which was only 1 billion uh, in, at the end of 2016. Uh, the other thing was uh, <clears throat> state budget was positive. Mm. They had no deficit for last year. Uh, and the current balance payment had also uh, sur surplus and the ranking of the country have increased and uh, <clears throat> what uh, for last year average uh, credit interest rate came to the level 16.9% compared with 20% the year before yes which is still itself very high 16.9% for business is very high very few business can survive. Yes. That's why we see the shrinking of the private sector, unfortunately, which is supposed to be the backbone of the economy. Uh, however, 2018 uh, experienced a 24% extension of credit, which is good news. A year before, it was 5% shrinkage. So this sort of uh, reading, as you can see from the Mongol Bank uh, report for the last quarter, uh, ADB, being uh, one of the major players in the economy, along with the World Bank, mm -hmm. they have been forecasting the economy. I mean, today they're expecting 
this year to be 6.7% growth. Next year, a year after a year of election, 6.7%. Mm -hmm. 6.7% this year, 6.4% next year. Yes. And uh, this year also, uh, we will have increase of uh, prices for electricity, 13.5% from this month. Mm -hmm. And also for heating, 10% increase, which is good for having more better economy in this sector. Mm -hmm. It's the special uh, state dominant sector mm -hmm. where the price is controlled by the state. Mm -hmm. uh, ADB says that um, overall the economy looks better, but yeah. uh, we still need to pay more attention to the banking sector. Yeah, and, and it also the Mongol banks also projected that things are getting better. But as you said, ADB believes that uh, um, banking sector is at risk for the economy. Uh, like there's a fragility in, in the banking sector. And what should, we, what should we be done to prevent this risk, basically? Uh, banking sector is uh, fragile, according to ADB. And, uh, and I, in fact, this IMF conditions for $5.5 billion <coughs> fund from the donor countries. Yes. It was a condition where all banking assets of the country are checked, EQR, asset quality report to be made, it's made. Head of Mongol Bank said it's okay, better than expected. <clears throat> but has the Mongol Bank been able to monitor those, those independently without any political influence? Uh, it was checked by uh, independent or the uh, report auditing company. Mm -hmm. We haven't seen the report, but the head of the bank says, okay. But um, then there was more need to increase the capitalization of Mongolian banks. Mm. In fact, this 16.9% shows that there is a big demand for loan. Because of big demand, the supply is, you know, increasing prices also on the other side. So <clears throat> Mongol bank um, says, uh, Mongol Bank now must have another auditing report about the, that capitalization of Mongolian commercial banks. Mm -hmm. uh, they said it is done by the end of next, last year. Now it's more capitalist enough, they say, but uh, it is to be also verified by independent also auditing company. That's what is missing now. Mm -hmm. If it is coming out, and it is turned out that, for example, if it is turned out that all banks are doing all, because you see, we talk about the uh, quali new qualification or classification of the uh, bad banking loans, because depending on the terms, if they are correctly classified, they will be covered differently by the fund of risk here, which will give at least a more healthy asset on this side mm -hmm. and <clears throat> more infusion to the uh, owner's equity. So that's what is expected. If it is done correctly, it's okay. So that's what is expectation to have less fragility in banking sector for next year. So that's what is expecting actually. Mm -hmm. Then what happens is IMF, this 2.5 billion US dollar pending assistance to Mongolia are to come. It is to come only upon approval of the board of, by the board of IMF uh, saying or stating that uh, Mongolia has been doing and uh, uh, all things what we have agreed. So far, economy is, they say, good. 
no deficit. Uh, the budget, the revenue have increased, no deficit in budget for last year, and this year looks good. So relatively economy is better, investors' confidence are coming back. That's what they basically says the ADB report. Mm -hmm. so, uh, well, the, well, the bank says there's, mm. there's good progress, but what do you think the current economic situation is? is it, has it been getting better, or is, is there some kind of issues there? Because in, my concern, or some people would say that, yes, the Mongolian economy has been uh, has been rising. It's, it's been uh, it's a lot of good progress, but people don't feel that at all. Well, uh, it's also partially a bit to do with the Mongol Bank. Mm -hmm. Mongol Bank is uh, has still a lot uh, let loss, three billion US dollar loss at the end of 2016, and now it is decreased by one billion US. Uh, well, uh, let's talk uh, one. It was three trillion two Greeks mm. lost. Now it's two trillion two Greeks lost, decreasing. But still, Mongol Bank is running with the loss, and it's also because it has been running a bank like a, a state government budget a team, issuing new programs, like this mortgage discount mortgage program, and also price stabilization program. Tons of money was issued, and. Uh, now this all the money is staying in the balance of Mongol Bank, and bringing more losses, and this is they call it non-traditional uh, approach. So this is uh, depends on how Mongol Bank will solve that part. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, also Mongol Bank is very much I understand under the pressure to have more interventions to keep U.S. dollar and two Greek ratio uh, stable, and which they cannot do with bigger size, but unfortunately there are forces I understand to do so, 1 million, 100 million, 50 million, etc., to keep that rate. But for long run, they should not do it mm -hmm. that much because it was the mistake of the previous one mm -hmm. because it's big amount, very frequent intervention. Uh, in terms of economy outlook for me, as I see, you know, Mongolia, we depend on the price of two things, copper and coal that China buys price. So this, this, this year, things look not that bad. So maybe things will go along with uh, how this ADB is describing. Mm. But uh, along with that, if the state is not to be increasing its uh, expenses, they should have also a, a no deficit of budget. That means the expenses of the budget to be uh, on target, not increasing many other funds through which they find a zillion's way of spending money. The third is important thing is the economic competitiveness of Mongolian private sector, which is only possible when the state controls less the price, mm -hmm. when the state-owned enterprise to be smaller, not bigger as we do now. Because mm -hmm. the more state-owned enterprises we have, a more problem we, we're losing uh, funds mm. and it should be more mostly uh, state, state owned the, 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 it should be shareholders owned company mm. so that we don't have a mismanagement there uh, as, as we have them a lot with the state owned enterprises and of course less corruption then the economy will go as we expect mm. well, hopefully that will happen okay moving on to our last topic the peaceful forum, which is initiated by the Minister of Foreign Affairs of Mongolia, Tokhtpatra, 
the, the conference was the first to, the, to promote the peace and peace and uh, an understanding th throughout the world, especially young people of Mongolia. The representatives from the government and NGOs, foreign affiliates, private sectors, and media outlets participated in the conference. You also partook in, in this conference. What do you think of this <coughs> conference? Should, what should be done to have basically a peace book and a peaceful environment on, on social media? You know, I was so excited because it's a very good thing. Can you imagine we have uh, made f uh, Facebook into a peace book? Mm -hmm. Because when we talk about the peace, it is uh, this initiative came from a foreign minister of a small country like Mongolia. Mm -hmm. Because we are not that small in the virtual world. Yes. It turned out we have a twice more. Yes. Uh, that many accounts, social accounts, you know, in the country. I think we are very prominent on Twitter also, yes. <laughs> yeah, per capita, probably yes. one of the leading. Uh, it's good. Our foreign minister visited. I met the uh, guy, the person from uh, Facebook, uh, the regional head, Mr. Chen, who said that our foreign minister is the first cabinet minister visiting Facebook. And they wow. have, a, they have. He he went to this is uh, nearby St Stanford, I understand, uh, in uh, California. Mm -hmm. And the idea is uh, very marvelous because truly, we our communication should be creating pieces rather than connecting us, not dividing us mm -hmm. as it is now is as happening. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, we should tolerate our political and religious differences all around the world. Mm -hmm. And Mongolia is putting out new initiative in that regard, mm -hmm. which is wonderful. And. Uh, <clears throat> And I think it, it, if it is done, say, done, implemented, then uh, we will make a substantial steps towards better world, peaceful world, more mm. understanding, you know, less, less hatred, and uh, less checking at the airport, by the way. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, and uh, social media on Facebook, there's a lot of uh, um, spreading of misinformation, especially of using misleading information to intend to influence elections uh, has taken root in not only in Mongolia, but uh, throughout the world, basically. And is there a way to control this misinformation? Or should we even control it, actually? Should we even control this misinformation? Yeah, you know, what, what, what is my take on that? I have uh, 205,000 Twitter followers mm -hmm. and 53 uh, Facebook followers. So I see, I feel every day this kind of how it is, how terrible it is that you receive comments or you somebody commenting on that, somebody from the account which has no name and no 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 photo and no yeah. no, no no face, no name, no no give you know, big criticisms. Very, yes, yeah. no shame, you know. Yeah. And uh, the best thing is to ignore them. That's, true, That's yeah. what I advise. Instead of cutting, like in you know many countries, they are through the control, they are cutting all the you know, lines, and even social media is forbidden in some countries. Mm -hmm. Instead of that, I feel everybody is ignoring and reporting every account that has no name, no face, mm -hmm. which I do. Mm -hmm. You know what happens? Then these people who doing by doing bad comments mm -hmm. that makes the war terrible they mm -hmm. want to be famous mm -hmm. if you ignore them report them as uh, offensive then th th there will be nobody yes. as uh, who they are mm -hmm. 
So that's what I appeal instead of all Mongolians who use a social account, ignore, delete, report those who has no name and face. Mm -hmm. And uh, don't try to control um, like many other governments social media because then we will lose many positive yes. things that social media brought to our life and brings us together. And by the way, this positive impact way larger than negative impact. Mm -hmm. So okay, on that on that note, can you sum up basically? There was a saying, there was some analysts say that um, that the northern neighbors are basically use social media to influence our previous elections and has the government looked into this matter can you sum it up i don't basically? know whether the government looked at that and also we need uh, very clear uh, evidence that uh, the uh, russia had uh, was was intervening into our election mm -hmm. we don't know that mm -hmm. but america knows it says and proves that there's so many accounts are coming, trolls coming from Russia to impact on the Russian elections. Uh, on, on, ev on every, on on every, every election. Yes. And also the Americans say that the, the uh, China has a particular place. They, they, they even say which place mm -hmm. from which they are trying to attack government websites in uh, America. So it is a game in between bigger, bigger countries, our big neighbors. So. Uh, I think I should uh, refrain from commenting on that too much. Okay, okay. Okay, on that note, that's all the time we have uh, here on Defective Review. Thanks for wa watching us on MMB World. We'll see you next time on, on next week here on MMB World. You go to our jargaldefacto.com and subscribe our newspapers, the De Facto Gazeta, which will include this uh, comment and other uh, interesting information for you. Thank you very much for having this time with us. See you next week.